This is The Coacherian, where coaches go to grow. Coacherian, like a terrarium for coaches. It's the pocket-sized podcast for leaders who coach to gain skills and confidence. Welcome to The Coacherian. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Coacherian. Today is a really important episode because it marks the end of one chapter and the beginning of thinking about the next chapter. Uh, At the time of recording, we're here in mid-December looking forward to the turn of a new year. And in this special episode, we're going to be talking about our journey together, where the coach coach Aaron started and where it's going. Yeah, thanks, Gary. So we were just reflecting on the fact that we've recorded 91 episodes, which, wow. Wow. Uh, 90, <laughs> yes. For that's incredible. Especially, I think, a bunch of activators. Uh, that's that's really good. <laughs> I mean, I well, I'm the activator without the achiever. So I I'm tend to be good at starting things and not great at finishing or not great at continuing. So I'm super impressed with all of us that we've done 91 episodes. Uh, you know, it's interesting. A lot of podcasts will have seasons so you know just like tv shows uh season one season two we never really did that and so as a result we've had the world's longest season one i think 91 (laughs) episodes we can Mm -hmm. refer to that as an extended season one but now we're you know we're taking a bit of a step back and thinking about what does that mean uh What does it mean to have a new season? Where are we going to go with that? And so, Dana, what does it mean to you? Yeah, so this is is hard because, um, as you mentioned, achievers just want to keep going and they don't really want to stop, right? We don't want to stop and really look back and say, okay, what's working, what's not working? Let's have a groundhog day on this, which is what I like to do with my business. But some things I keep just moving forward and thinking, okay, how is this? So I love that we're taking this pause and looking at everything. And I'm a big a proponent of if something is has an opportunity to get better, let's my maximizer wants to help whatever it is get better. And whether that's in my own business or my personal life. So I think we're kind of taking a, a dose of our own um, recommendations here of, don't just keep going, take a pause. And this seems like a, a great time to take a pause. How about you, Gary? I think that's right. Now, 91 is an underestimate, of course, because it's only 91 yes. on the podcast, but we were recording for, it feels like ages before on Clubhouse, before we decided to turn it into, into a podcast. So if you think about all of the conversations we've ever had together about strengths and about leadership and all those things, it's it's well over 100. I reckon it's getting on for 150. Nobody has the recordings of Clubhouse, so we can say whatever number we like. Um, But yeah, we've been doing this a long time. And um, yeah, I think for me, the thing that I've always thought was really great about the work we do together is that we come from different places. We come geographically, but also, you know, the kind of work we've done before, the kind of work we do today. And that authenticity of who we are and we give the honest view of what we really think, I think, is, is, is really important. And so, yeah, I think, you know, it's right that we're continuously thinking about um, what we're doing, how we make it better, how we serve the needs of the listeners, all those kinds of things is really important. And, you know, I think back to, you know, was it 
early 2021, I think, when I mm -hmm. first started on Clubhouse. And uh, yes. somebody that I'd worked with uh, in luxury retail, my last sort of major job, um, said, you've got to get on this thing. It's called Clubhouse. You, you're just going to sign up and you're going to be in this room with all these people. And they're amazing. <laughs> and you'll get a million followers overnight. And I was like, oh, yeah, really? And, of course, you don't get a million followers overnight. Mm. And I remember, I mean, the Clubhouse platform kind of peaked and then has sort of, you know, gone to something much less high profile now. But in those early days of 2021, it was a bit the Wild West. And you would you'd be in this room on your phone with hundreds of people um, and you were just looking for somebody with a sense of sanity. And that's how we met, wasn't it, in, in, in one of those mm -hmm. rooms. Do you remember what it felt like for you guys being on, on oh, Clubhouse yeah. in those I... early days? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, I go, just remember ahead, feeling yeah. so um, desperate for external relationships and communication, right? You know, it was still in the pandemic. And I mean, I was living in California at the time, so everything was still shut down for sure. And uh, I just wanted to talk to people and have conversations that were outside of the four walls of mm -hmm. my home. And I can vividly remember sitting on the floor of my bedroom with the phone, holding the phone next to me and being amazed that in some ways I was, I was in a virtual room talking with celebrities and all sorts of people that I would never have had an opportunity to talk to normally. Uh, and then I met you two as well. So uh, equally, mm -hmm. you know, as excited that I was coming across people that I felt uh, a camaraderie with, I suppose, and that I could learn from and develop, you know, amazingly, we've been able to develop these relationships from just those, those mm -hmm. conversations on our phone. I mean, it's amazing. And you think about the Clubhouse platform was right. an audio only platform. So we didn't really know what each other looked like. We were just going on the sound mm. of each other's voices and going, OK, this is a voice mm -hmm. of sanity. This is somebody who sounds like <laughs> they actually know what they're talking about. Because on Clubhouse, there were a lot of people who really didn't know what they were talking about, but liked to talk. They liked to talk mm -hmm. a lot and for a long period of time. I knew people who got on Clubhouse in the morning at nine eight nine in the morning and was still on it 12 hours later <laughs> and they said oh that's the way to build a following wow. you just have to stay there mm. and stay talking and mm -hmm. i was like life is too short to sit on a clubhouse at 12 hours a day but a lot of people were doing that um dana what Absolutely. what was your experience of sort of yes. being in that melee so of people this is kind of one of, I don't think I would have paused right now and looked back and thought about this had we not had this episode today. You know, I would have just kept going. But when I was really reflecting on it, I had joined a group of people from StoryBrand, and one of the people in there asked me if I would come in her room and speak on strengths. And I was like, okay. And I got in a room, and then I kind of like you, I went to different rooms and looked for the same people. And, and I had just started my business like, five months before no, I started my business in December I think I jumped on clubhouse in January so I immediately started a room called dominate your day and thought I'll just have a place where Clifton strengths Gallup Clifton strengths coaches can come and talk about strengths and started connecting with other 
coaches and the two of you started coming in and I think we had both of you speak at different times mm-hmm. and in the beginning days um, I would I was just like you said Gary and Wendy there were people from all over the world jumping on I thought how else how amazing this is that I'm getting to meet people in Norway and Germany and you Gary in UK and Wendy in California and to me it was real important because we were on the moonlight of of COVID right we were still in lockdown and it was a really hard time to get out there and network and this to me was oh this is a place where we can create community because one of my passions is creating community and it was really sweet to watch how it became something we all needed and we did it every day for the first six months. Um, several of us that were in the room, we just kind of set up a schedule and had every day um, we'd host. Each of us took turns. And then it kind of started waning towards the end of 21, early 22. And I think that's uh, Gary and Wendy. I had asked you guys to come in and help lead the the discussions and do what we're doing here on the podcast. And then we started noticing, right, that the amount of people on the calls was was not as much because people were starting to go back in the office and starting to do hybrid so Gary came up with this great idea to do the podcast which was how do we do this differently and I think that is a good if I look at the pattern we kind of this is the pattern that happened in Clubhouse that we've been repeating that we're repeating today in this announcement of that we're taking a pause because it's really like okay now, what, is, this, is this working? What do we continue to do? What needs to happen next? Hmm. And I think that is, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think as entrepreneurs, as coaches, as leaders, whether you're in an entrepreneurial situation or you're in a company and you're needing connection, it's finding that group that you really have things in common with and you trust. I mean, I look back and I think of all the things we've gone through together, Gary and Wendy, um, since we started um, what you said, Gary, was what? Probably another 100 episodes besides what we did here. Um, it just really doing life with you guys. I got to meet Wendy in person and talk about our lives, have a two-hour lunch um, when I was in California uh, last year or year before last. And So to me, it's just continuing the conversation, continuing the, the relationship and just growing our network. And I think there's something really important here that we talk all the time you know, for leaders coaching to say, you know, think about what it is you really want to achieve and, you know, with yourself, with your teams and don't feel set in one way of doing it because it's the way you've always done it or the way some you've seen somebody else do it. And I remember I remember a day on Clubhouse where, you, you might remember this day, where we were talking about something, you know, with great wisdom and experience and all of that. Of course. <laughs> you could see the audience just gradually dwindling because it was clearly the end of the lunch break or something and there was a point where it was like it's just us in the room now it's just us in the room and then we looked and we said hang on on clubhouse the way the platform works is you've got to be there in the moment if you're not available you can't listen in and and that was it Mm -hmm. and that was where we went look you know we should turn this into a podcast so that you can listen to it whenever you like you can go back and listen Mm -hmm. to it it's really easy and it's available on all the platforms you know we've got 20 to 30 times the number of regular listeners now than we ever had on Clubhouse because we moved it to that for that. And then obviously since that time, our lives have all changed. 
you know, in, in various different ways, geographically and the kind of work we do, the kind of, you know, the jobs we have. And so, you know, when, and I think it's really important for listeners to hear this, that when we say this is how we think as leaders, you need to continue to be in that kind of growth mindset is because that's where we are too. So I'd love to hear from each of you, you know, what's that journey been like for over the last couple of years for you in your lives and in your work um, and where that takes you to and in, in how you achieve what you want to achieve in reaching out to people and being a thought leader and, you know, growing people as, as coaches. What's the journey you've been on? Wendy, I don't know whether sure, you want to yeah, s- start. I, I think my life has changed a lot in the last two years and both geographically and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my actual day-to-day job and uh, but having the opportunity to talk about uh, various different leadership uh, you know have these leadership conversations have these uh, challenging conversations I think sometimes has been really helpful Uh, it's it's I love the different perspective that it gives me, you know, that each of you bring because Mm -hmm. of your different, uh, whether it's geographic location or the way that the work, the way that you work. Uh, And so I hope that anyone who has listened over the last 91 episodes has been able to hear that same or feel that same thing that, you know, we're just a group of people Mm -hmm. who came together out of a a pretty <laughs> interesting aspect of the pandemic and sh- we're we've come mm-hmm. together to share our ideas and to grow together learn from all of that and figure out what's next Dana what's what's your life looked like comp- over the last two years you know I think because I was in corporate for 25 years And I think going on your own, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about, it's a constant work daily. (laughs) And what I did put the, the message down to myself was I wasn't going to let somebody else dictate my day. I was going to design my day. And I think I'm one of those people that just kind of got through life and had a great time and had great people I worked with. But I look back and went, well, what have I really done that I really feel like was meaningful that I've laid and now every day I feel like I'm doing meaningful work but I feel like it's really hard because I'm really having to do the hard work of the mindset and managing my thoughts and managing my motivations and um, and making sure that I am really getting not holding on to things I don't need to hold on to or making things mean what they don't mean Um, And I think, and what's really been exciting in the process through a lot of of what I like to call test and learn, I equate it to a garden. So when you, if you're a gardener, whenever you start a garden, it takes three years. Well, I'm in my third year right now. And I said to myself, if I don't see some fruit in that third year, then I know this isn't the right path for me. And as God would have it, this year the fruit has started coming and it it was amazing but it took an army it took me having people around me to coach me it took me being vulnerable and saying I don't know how to do this can you help me Um, it took me saying yeah I'll start that 
but I don't want to start something I can't finish or mm. build something new from because I love building new things. Um, so it's really been a time of self-reflection and a time of really good personal growth, both personally and professionally. And I think growing up in that mindset of that I had to work all these hours in order to get make things happen what I've learned which has been through my coach is I don't have to work hard every day I can have I can still do really well and I can have time with my family and I can have that time off and it's just getting myself in that mindset that this can happen and it's starting to happen and I have to tell you, I had a moment yesterday with my virtual assistant that I hired. She's been with me a year, Kara. And I told her at the beginning of the year, I said, if we do really good this year, I really want to help give a bonus to, to you. And I just don't know if I can do that, but I want you to know that. So yesterday I got to give her a bonus. Well, mm-hmm. she started crying, and then I started crying. And it's like you, you have that vision and then it happens, and then you, I found myself crying, and like I am with you guys, it's like, oh, my God, you guys are the best. It's like, this is just amazing when you change your mindset and you let things start happening based on the vision you've laid out and where you think you want to go, but willing to make some sacrifices when you need to make the sacrifices. So that's been my journey in a nutshell. And what really stands out for me when I hear that, Dana, is, is that authenticity that you know, when I think back to those messages that you've given people, those those ideas, those thoughts, those the suggestions you've been giving people for our ninety one episodes, is this the stuff that you're talking about for yourself? And and I think we're all in that sort of space. You know, for me, I was I was thinking when you were both talking, I was like, how do I describe this? Um, for a person who has spent the last twenty twenty five years in some kind of strategic space where I'm supposed to form structured plans and recommend things to people and based on data, that kind of stuff. I feel honestly like I am explicitly trying to run my life without a strategy. I'm explicitly trying to do the things that just feel like the right things to be doing. I don't want to be constrained into a space. I don't want to, I don't want to sit down and go, I'm going to be, I'm going to build this business and no other business. I want to be in a place where I go, if this is a really interesting person I can be working with, is this, if this is a really interesting project I can be involved in, if these are really interesting people I can spend time with, I want to be doing that. You know, that's kind of my mm-hmm. freedom. Um, that's really hard to do, and it's really hard to turn that into something that is a, also a commercially viable business, which is, you know, my own fault that, that you know, I'm, I'm setting myself that kind of challenge. But in the same way as, as both of you, I think that, you know, the reality is these things take time, and they take longer mm-hmm. than you thought they would and they take longer than you hoped they would and it's still hard it's always hard mm-hmm. but it's this I, I feel the same that you start to see the sparks come and they're not always from the place that you thought they were going to be you know when you set out your plan <laughs> and you go well I thought I was going to in my mm-hmm. case I was going to write a book and loads of people going to buy it but loads of people didn't buy it but um, it underpinned other things that I did you know uh, I launched one podcast and then you know, working with you on, on this podcast. And it's not about, you don't, you don't look at the podcasts and go, well, I'm only going to do the podcast if I'm going to sell advertising revenue on the podcast. That's not why you do podcasts. You do podcasts because you love podcasting and you mm-hmm. love the people that you podcast with and you just love that journey. And so for me, I feel, and it's the word I 
learned from both of you in, in the last you know couple of years that sense of gratitude for mm-hmm. this journey that we've been on together up to this point and you know i know the future is going to be different in some way i don't quite know what it's going to what it's going to look like but you know now's a time to look back and say yeah you know look at what we've achieved you know i look now mm-hmm. at so many podcasts whether they're leadership or entrepreneurship or coaching or other types of podcasts there's so many out there that have got 10 episodes or 20 episodes and people go well you know i was motivated for a bit um but we've always had that drive and i think we could continue to have that drive that we want to broaden access to coaching broaden access to the coaching mindset we want to help develop people you know who don't necessarily have the money or the time to go and get formal coaching training and i think that we've always believed in that and we still believe in it now Mm -hmm. you know I was talking to my coach mentor very recently and, and she said a question along the lines of what do you know now um, that you didn't know earlier in the year? And I said, I know that this is my path. I just couldn't mm. quite describe what that path is, but I know this is it. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that that clarity of purpose, clarity of direction, even when you might be uncertain about quite what that future path feels like um for me that is very resonant with the people i'm working with there's so many leaders are in exactly that space they go i don't actually know whether i will still be working for this company in two years time mm-hmm. i don't quite know what role i'm going to be playing i don't know whether the role exists for me and yet today i have to do some things with my team and i have to motivate them and i have to support them and so we're all in that place of going how do we navigate the uncertainty and you know i've, I've really appreciated in 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 this extended season both of you that you know that i've learned so much um by the coacharium you know learning from the two of you and all the ideas and the thoughts that you've had from your own experience and then also just thinking about this stuff you know and i encourage mm-hmm. people listening to to be in that growth mindset that, that we've mm-hmm. all, be, all been in for for this time wendy oh 100 percent. everything that you both have been saying just thinking how grateful i am for all of you, for both of you, and for the listeners. Uh, and the final plug here for, for strengths, if someone's listened to some of our episodes and hasn't actually discovered their strengths yet, I would her- encourage you to do so because I, I was thinking of how, you know, Dana and Gary, both of you have helped me continue in something that I probably would have been one of those 10 episode people you know, one of those people that, oh, I want to do a podcast. That sounds fun. And then 10 episodes later, yeah, it's not fun anymore. Oh, wait. Or there's some new shiny thing that's fun. It, rather, it could still be fun, but there's some new shiny thing that's fun. And partnering with both of you has been so impactful for me in that regard. Uh, so thank you for helping mm. me keep going in all of this because I've loved mm. uh I, I think I can genuinely say I've loved almost every minute of it. So, yeah. Fantastic. And I love the fact that what, one of the things I've really learned is you can't do this alone. And whether you're a coach or a leader or just an individual thinking about getting coaching or getting into leadership, find that group of people. And you two, there's, you bring, each of you bring such dynamic differences but powerful resources that who would have thought I mean I look back on that how did we get together how did this happen 
So it's been really, I, I am too grateful and I'm, I'm grateful and I want to encourage our listeners, go out and find two or three people you can partner with that can help you go further. That, you know, African proverb is you can go, um, you can go alone or you can go um, faster together. And um, I appreciate um, the honesty and the authenticity that we've had as a group and um, how we care for each other. And we spend, people don't know this, but we spend the first 15, 20 minutes just talking about our lives and what's going on. And, and that's real important. Um, I wouldn't want to just jump in and start doing the podcast. I want to know what's going on. And so um, as we take this pause and think about what's next, um, it's, a, it's a time of well-being. It's a time of really reflecting. And this is the first part of it. So thank you for creating this opportunity, Gary, to do this today. And it's interesting. When, when I listen to both of you, and it's so powerful, it reminds me, when I think back to that start point, would we have... Did we have any idea that we were going to get this far and do this much stuff when we started? No, not at all. You know, that that's not, we weren't looking to do this. Uh, and it reminds me of a very powerful conversation I had with one of my first coaching clients who was in that sort of mid-career figuring out the path ahead kind of place as a leader. And the breakthrough moment or a breakthrough moment was you don't need to know what the end looks like or even if you will finish the thing that you're starting to be able to start and i think that's really powerful here that that we trusted each other and we've gone on a journey and 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 thrown ourselves into something when we didn't we had no idea what when we still don't have any idea really what the end point is you know this is you know this is our sort of transition point here but but that idea of so many people are stuck because they're fearful of starting something they can't finish and i would say our experience here has been because we didn't worry about that therefore we have achieved so much learned so much grown so much all, all of that and so i i just love that and and you know i think we're all sharing that sentiment of being grateful to each other for our commitment to the journey so far i'm hugely grateful to uh, all of our listeners who've who've come with us on the journey of building this great community i think that you know something that we're all really proud of is the fact that there's this building and growing community of leaders who are interested in coaching not necessarily to become professional coaches but to develop some coaching capabilities some coaching thinking some coaching questioning in the way they work with their teams but also reflecting on themselves and how can they they can put their own oxygen mask on all that kind of stuff developing themselves as leaders that's really exciting and and i'm sure that you know, as we go forward, that's going to continue to build. So, that, you know, I, I would encourage people as my sort of takeaway from this episode to say, look, follow the podcast, um, click the follow button so that you get updates on where we take it next. Uh, find the coach Aram on LinkedIn. We've got uh, almost 200 followers now on the group on LinkedIn, which is amazing. And I go back to the early days in Clubhouse, we were we we thought it was amazing if we had three people listening in. You know, now we're building this sizable community on LinkedIn, and we've also got you know our friends of Coach Aram as well. So there's so many people in our own personal networks and other people that we're working with who listen to Coach Aram and are affiliated with with the group, and and it is that sort of building a hub for a broader community that we're trying to do, and um, it's very exciting to see that kind of building. Um, so final thoughts Dana and Wendy just thank you <laughs> thanks thanks to both of you for 
uh, for inviting me to participate in this journey with you. And uh, yeah, I look forward to getting to watch both of you continue to grow and, you know, seeing where uh, life takes you next. Fantastic. I feel the same. I'm just internally grateful for both of you. What I've learned from you over the last two years, um, how I've seen um, each of you grow and change and deal with challenges, big challenges. Some of them are going on right now. <laughs> Some of them have been in the last six months. Um, but we're always either going through a valley or going through a valley with somebody. And so I just want to encourage you to find those people like we have here that we can connect with and do life with. And um, I just count it a joy that I got to be here with you guys and just want to just want to thank you again. So thank you so much. Fantastic. Thanks, both. And thanks to our listeners for, for sticking with us and, and, and joining the community, following the community. So this is our end of season one. Uh, stick around and uh, find out soon what we're doing with season two in the new year. And um, we'll catch up very soon here on the Coach Area. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. This has been another episode of The Coacharium. Follow, like, and subscribe to our content to receive updates on future episodes. Join us again soon in The Coacharium.